Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Glory be to God. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews, that was a powerful charge from Dr. Jerry. Praise God. Can we celebrate God for that powerful word? Praise God. I'm sure he had, he needed a lot of time, you know. Praise God. Can we celebrate the great psalmist this morning? What a song, what a ministration. Praise God. Glory be to God. All right, Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, verse 1 to 3. We are taking two readings this morning. Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Praise the Lord. Hebrews 11. PM is not in church because she had to go and minister um, in Abekuta. Praise God. This morning. So that's why she's not in church. Praise God. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Hallelujah. If you're there, say yes, I'm there. If you're not there, say wait for me. All right, Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Can we read together in concert? One, two, ready, go. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse 2. For by he the elders obtained a good report. Verse 3. True faith. Hold on. Can we read louder? All right, let's go to the book of Romans. Romans chapter 4. When Dr. When Jerry touched it, I was like, please don't preach my sermon this morning. <laughs> Romans 4 from 17. Are you ready? All right, one, two, ready, read. It is written. I've made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead, I call it those things which be as they were. Verse 18. Believed in all that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. Verse 19. Being faith, he considered unto his own body now dead when he was about an hundred years old. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Verse 20, the last verse. Not at the promise of God through unbelief. But was what? But was what? How did he do that? Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will bless your word. In the name of Jesus, let the entrance of your word give light to our hearts. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you all the praise because your word will have a free course and be glorified in our midst this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory in Jesus. My church says a loud amen. And just says a loud amen. All right, can we give God a big hand for those who are joining us online this morning? Praise God. You're joining on Instagram, on YouTube. Let's give them a big hand of praise this morning. Glory be to God. So last week we began this discussion on faith. And our theme for the month, we all know, is possibilities. 
and we are talking about the subject of faith. So we began, you know, the discussion by talking about the fact that we are called to live lives of faith. I'm doing a recap right now. We see that in Romans 1.17. Galatians 2.20, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4. I don't want to read those scriptures because of time. And we see in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says that we walk by faith and not by sight or by sensory perception. And we also saw last Sunday that faith is not self-confidence. Faith is not foolishness. Faith is not mental assent to God's word. Faith is is not all of those amen and we also understood that god has dealt with every man the measure of faith so we see that in romans chapter 12 verse 3 praise god so you can you know go to our youtube channel and watch the full preaching praise god all right so we start today by talking about how to turn your faith loose how to turn your faith loose or how to Put your faith to work. How to turn your faith loose. Praise God. So from our anchor scripture, the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Alright? And the evidence of things not seen. So the word substance there is the word substructure or foundation. So it says faith is the substructure, faith is the foundation of things that we are hoping for, all right? And the evidence of things that are not seen. Another word for substance there that got my attention is the word title deed. So faith is the title deed of things that we are hoping for, praise God. All right, a title deed is a document that shows the evidence of ownership of a property. So the Bible says that faith is a title deed. All right, faith gives you that evidence that you have that thing when you are not in physical possession of that thing. Glory to God. Are you here this morning? All right. So, if faith is a title deed of what you're hoping for, then it means we need to pay attention, all right, to what hope is. It says faith is a substance of things hoped for. So, without hope, we will not be talking about faith. Somebody say amen to that. So, it says faith is a substance of things hoped for. So, it's important that we understand what faith is. And what faith is not, but most importantly, or more importantly, it's very crucial and pivotal for us to understand how to put our faith to work, how to get results with our faith, how to turn our faith loose. Praise God. How many of you have heard something, something like, oh, I got this with my faith? Anybody like that here? You've heard that before. How many of you can say that, oh, I got this and I got by faith. I trusted God for this and it happened. Anybody like that? Glory to God. So that's why this is so, so important. Praise God. All right. So we go into how to turn your faith loose. Number one, how to turn your faith loose is you need to get something you're hoping for. So to start the discussion about how to turn your faith loose, you need to understand that there has to be a hope 
So faith is a substance of things hoped for. So in Luke chapter 2, let's turn there, Luke chapter 2 from 25 to 32. Luke chapter 2 from verse 25 to 32. We see the story of a man, um, Simeon. All right, it says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. Next verse. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the lost Christ. So he was waiting to see the lost Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law. Next verse. Then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. So we see this man, Simeon, who was waiting for the promise who was waiting to, to carry Jesus, the baby Jesus, praise God. So he was hoping for that, all right? He was waiting in anticipation. And that's what hope is. Hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen. So I may be hoping to get a car. I may be hoping to have a child. I may be hoping to get my visa because I want to relocate out of Nigeria. Praise God. So I'm hoping for something to happen. So it's that feeling of expectation. Praise God. Let's go to Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. The Bible says, speaking about Abraham, says, as it is written, verse 17, I have made you a father of many nations. He is a father in the sight of God in whom he believed the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Verse 18 says, Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. So if you have the KJV, it says, Who against hope believed in hope? All right. So what does that mean? So it says, he against all believed in hope. So what does, it, what does that mean? Praise God. Hoping against hope means never giving up. Even when the odds are stacked against you or expecting a particular outcome, even when it is unlikely to happen. So we see an example of hope in Romans chapter 4. Speaking about Abraham, the Bible says, he against all believed in hope. And how did he do that? The Bible says he staggered not. Oh, glory to God. Say glory to God. He staggered not at the promise. Can I have the New King James Version? New King James Version. Verse 18. Verse 18. It says, Who contrary to hope in all believed so that he became the father of many nations. According to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. Verse 19. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead. Since he was about a hundred years old, 
and the deadness of Sarah's womb. So, naturally speaking, this was not meant to even be a debate. Because how can you, at the age of 100, be trusting God for a child? Somebody spoke to you that you would have a child, and then you believed it. Who climbed a sinker? Who does that? So the Bible says he considered not the deadness of Sarah. So Sarah had already passed menopause. All right? Science had written Sarah off. She had no chances of having a child, of conceiving, you know, anything in her womb. But the Bible tells us that the way Abraham believed, all right, in God was that he did not consider his own body already dead. And the deadness of Sarah's womb. So there are things that, you know, God says to you that it looks impossible. And then you're wondering, how would this thing be? How shall these things be? That's where hope comes in. I don't know about you, if God has spoken to you about different, and I'm going to, I'll go into that about the vision for the church. So, it's practically impossible. Considering your current reality, your current circumstance. So, what God is saying to you, or what you are trusting God for, cannot materialize. Because you don't have the resources, you don't have the wherewithal to get that thing to materialize in your life. And that's where hope comes in. So he against hope believed in hope. So when the hearts are stacked against you, all right, you still decide or choose or make a decision to still hope in God. So you, you still have that expectation that someday this word is going to happen. Glory be to God. Say glory be to God. Let me give you a practical example. Somebody does not have a womb and then that person is hoping to have a child. I want to drive it home. Or you don't have a job and you're expecting to drive a car. Are you getting what I'm saying this morning? Is that coming home for you? That's where hope comes in. So even though the hordes are stacked against you, you're still in the middle of that impossibility, of that doubt. Now, I really don't know the kind of connection that God had with Abraham. Because God said that Abraham staggered not at the promise of God. I want to ask you, did he stagger or not? In fact, he somersaulted. He didn't just stagger. He did. But you see, because he first of all even embraced he, now don't forget the Bible tells us that he believed he believed God are you hearing what I'm saying you know that 
I can, if you tell me that, you know, um, you can tell me that, Pastor, I love you. You understand? If you tell me that, I'll believe you. I'll, I'll tell you, I believe you. I mean, some of my sons, you know, tell me stuffs, and I know that it's a lie. Like, I know that you're lying. I said, oh, I believe you. It's fine. <laughs> I know that it's a lie. But I chose to believe. So, Abraham, he, he got to that point where, even though his mind told him <laughs> that this thing cannot happen. How? But he believed because God said it to him. So when you say, I believe. Say, I believe. Question, what has God said to you? What has God shown you? You have a business right now. God is saying to you, this business is the nations of the world. You have a job. God is saying to you, no, 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 that's not the plan. The plan is that you'll be an employer of labor. How does that even sound to you? What do you say, I believe? I can't hear you say, I believe. Number two, get the word of God concerning that thing you're hoping for. The word of God is the raw material with which what you are hoping for will be produced. So he says, faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Just for by it, the elders obtained a good report. In verse 3, it now says, through faith, we understand that the worlds, the aeons, were made by the word of God. So you see that connection between faith and the word of God. So, sometimes, when you see the expression faith, God's word comes into play. So, you see in Romans 10, 17, it says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You see, in Acts 16, at Lystra, the Bible says that when the man who was impotent in his feet heard what Paul was preaching, he received faith. His faith was built up because he heard. Are you here this morning? So you see that connection between faith and God's word. And that's why it's so important that you come to church and you hear the word so that your faith is built up. Glory to God. So you cannot separate faith from the word of God. Both must go together. So if you're going to turn your faith loose, you have to understand that you cannot achieve that without the word of God. Because through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. And you need to know that there are two expressions of God's word. We have the logos and we have the rima. So the Logos speaks of the scripture, the written word of God. The Bible is the Logos of God. 
is the word of God. You see that in Hebrews 4, 12. It says the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing into the dividing asunder of bone and spirits, all right? Joints and marrow, and is a designer of the thoughts and the intents of the hearts of men. You see that in Hebrews 4, 12. So that's the logos of God. The other one is the Rima word of God. The Rima word of God is the spoken word of God or the now word of God. What God is saying to you right now. Glory to God. So for you to turn your faith loose, there must be something, all right, that your faith is built on. Faith cannot be in as abstract. Faith has to be based on something. Glory be to God. So he says in Matthew 4, 4, he says, man, not only by bread alone, but by every word, by every spoken word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that's where you need to be careful because faith is not optimism. Faith is not opti optimism. Oh, th I, things will get better. No. Things will will not get better. You know, there are people that are so optimistic about life. They are so optimistic about life that I know I will turn out well. Think everything will be fine. No. Everything won't just be fine like that. That's not faith. Faith is not positive thinking. And that is where the word of God comes into play. So if I'm saying that I will turn out well, it is based on a revelation, on an insight. I'm standing on something because faith is the substance, the structure, the foundation. Oh, you cannot, you cannot be optimistic that you will not marry wrong. No, you, that you can't. You, you, there has to be a word. That he says that he says the solitudes in families. He said none will lack their mates. You, it has to be based on something. Ah, my business will succeed. No, it may fail. If you are, if you don't have a revelation that that confession is inched upon. You know there are people who just go through life and expect that things will be fine. That let's just keep living. Everything will align. I'm telling you on that God. <laughs> Life is spiritual. There was a neighbor. Just in case you've forgotten. I want to remind you. That life is spiritual. Money is spiritual. I'll be rich. I, I, I have a feeling that, you know, you can't have a feeling. It must be based on something. That the cattle upon the thousand hill belongs to my father. That he says the silver is mine and the gold is mine and I'm his son. And he says no good thing will be withheld from me because I walk uprightly. Your faith has to be built on something. My hope is built on nothing else. Then Jesus' blood and righteousness. 
I dare not trust in sweetless frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ the solid rock I stand, all of the ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Every other thing that you build your life on other than God's word is sinking sand. The Bible says there's no other foundation that can be laid except that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. He is the holy foundation. That never fails. So, as, in fact, you cannot run a business. You cannot progress in your career without having an understanding of the, what I'm saying to you this morning. Glory to God. Say glory to God. So, what do you do with this word? You believe the word. Not with your mind, but in your spirit. You believe the word in your spirit. So you don't believe the word in your mind. That's why faith is not mental ascent. You believe the word of God in your spirit. All right? The word spirit and heart all right, is used synonymously in the scriptures so in Romans 10 10 the Bible says that with the, for with the heart man believes so you believe with your heart you believe with your spirits glory to God you believe God's word in your spirit and how do you believe in your spirit you believe in your spirit by meditation on God's word when you meditate on God's word the word of God stand the chance to penetrate into your spirit and when God's word enters into your spirit it settles in your spirit and then you realize that you now believe the word of God I can never have a better yesterday it's a statement that is based on a revelation that the part of the jaws is as a shining light that shines more and more. So that revelation has to stand on something. Glory to God. Ask your neighbor, what word are you holding on right now? So it has to be built on something. The Bible says in the book of First Timothy, it says, it says, meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them that your profiting may appear to all. So the place of meditation cannot be overemphasized. You know, there are people who take pride in, I've read 10 chapters today. While it's great to have such ambition, such desire 
to read a lot of chapters, you know. And I personally believe that as a child of God, a day should not go without you attempting to read at least a chapter of the Bible. Glory to God. Say glory to God. Says this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night to observe. To, so as you're reading, you're not reading to cram. You are reading to observe to do. To observe to do. All that is written therein. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. So you have to stay in the place of meditation. So you are not just reading the Bible for reading's sake. I'm telling you how your faith will grow. Are you here this morning? So it grows in the place of meditation. Meditating on God's word. Pick a scripture and think about it. You roll it over in your thoughts. That's what it means to meditate. You roll it over in your thoughts. My God shall supply all my needs. If there is any scripture you need in this country right now, it's that scripture. Can I get a witness in the house? Can I get a witness in the house? That scripture must be your friend. Philippians 4.19 It must be your friend. My God shall supply all my needs. You must meditate on that scripture. In this present economy. So you meditate on it. My God shall supply all my needs. According to his reason glory by Christ Jesus. So what does that mean? Holy Spirit shed light on that. So it means that God is one that supplies my need. Okay? Because that's also powerful in itself. I'm not the one supplying my own needs. God is the one supplying my own needs. I'm not the one trying to pay my bills. I'm God's property. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? <laughs> the Bible says no man goes to what his own expense. Glory to God. So you meditate on that. And once you do that, you believe that in your spirit and faith is built in your, in your spirit. Glory be to God. Say glory be to God. The next one, how to turn your faith loose. Vocalize your faith. Vocalize your faith. To turn your faith loose, you will have to vocalize your faith. And how do you do that? By confessing God's word. Faith is believing God's word. Acting on God's word and confessing God's word. The highest level of your faith is when you vocalize it. That is why in Mark 11, show me Mark 11. Mark 11 from 23. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Says, assuredly, now watch how many times say comes up here. 
So for surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done. He will have whatever he wants, whatever he says. So, 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 and that's so powerful because the word says there is present continuous. All right? Are you here this morning? Come on, talk to me. Are you here this morning? Ah, glory to God. But shall have whatever he says. So you have to keep saying it. I remember back in the day, Pastor Chris, he says, don't stop talking it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. The Bible says in the city of heaven, so sober and liquid, I am prevailed. Glory to God. You have to keep saying it. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. Glory be to God. So you look at your circumstance. It's not tallying with what God's word says. You can, by your word, align your reality to God's word. In Hebrews 4.14, show me Hebrews 4.14. It says, hold fast your confession. It's seen then that we have a high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. We have to be deliberate about what we declare, about what we say. And what do you say? You say the word. In the midst of a contrary circumstance, you declare the word. Let the weak say, I am strong. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. I'm blessed and highly favored. Glory be to God. I have abundance in all things. Glory be to God. So you say the word. You declare the word. Glory to God. So you need to understand that your confession is your possession. So what you say is so important. Glory to God. Say glory be to God. In Numbers 11, maybe you should have read the story before if you're a Bible student. God spoke to Moses. Send spies to go and spy the land. The land he has given to them. Alright? And then he said, choose a man from each tribe. So there are 12 tribes in Israel. So choose a man from each of the tribes. And then, of course, they chose one man from each of the tribe. And then 12 men went to see the land. And then they got there, saw the same thing. And they came back, they're supposed to give like a report, an analysis of what they saw in that place because God had already given them the land. Are you hearing what, hear what I'm saying? So they were just going there as a formality to just go and see the land. And then some came, 10 people came with a bad report of the land and two came with a good report of the land. And as they were giving their feedback, Numbers 13.30 
Numbers 13, 30. Glory be to God. Numbers 13, 30. It says, And Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to do it. So what did he do? He quieted them. You know what he said to them? He said, shut up. Then he said, neighbor, with due respect, shut up. Thank you. Say, neighbor, with due respect, shut up. I didn't even shut up. The problem is that you are too smart. You are too smart. With the way this country is going now, I doubt. How did you know that? Say, based on the economic forecast. Say, with, the, with, with this first subsidy thing, very soon, Everybody will be asked to work from home. Everybody will say, shut up. Shut up. I thought Jerry, shut up. Shut up. Everybody will say, neighbor, stop talking. Start believing. Start confessing. murmuring and stop watching bad news stop watching bad news <coughs> excuse me stop watching bad news stop watching CNN so we need to take a, take a break from channels arise and take your place. <laughs> Hallelujah. <coughs> Excuse me. In 1 Samuel 46. Sorry. The world requires water. Can't preach this kind of word. I don't drink water. 1 Samuel 17 for the 6. I want to show you something. 1 Samuel 17 for the 6. You know, we read the story of how David, you know, defeated Goliath and all of that. But he just didn't understand how it happened. It was the power of words. Now, watch this. Watch this. When, I, when I'm done with this, if, if you don't understand what I'm saying, there will be a problem. Say, so this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand. Now, you need to understand that at this time, nothing had happened. I hear what I'm saying. At this time, nothing had happened. In fact, he had not even made any attempt on Goliath. 
he just began to declare because the world we live is a battle of words is a battle of words how many of you here when you were in secondary school the, 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 there is this guy in your, I, by this you know I'm a prophet there's this guy in your secondary school who cannot fight but can talk by this you will know I'm a man of God and then he's talking ha, you ha, you don't know me go and ask about me oh. and then one day one guy just decided to try him and then they found out that the guy was just making mouth. Sometimes you have to look at life and declare and tell life that I will get the best out of you against all odds. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. What audacity. At this time, he did not even know how he would take his head off. He says, I will take your head off from you and this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the herds that all the herds may know that there is a God in Israel. Now, what does that tell you? Faith is not self-confidence. Faith has to be hinged on a revelation that God is the one who will do it. If you are tempted by your own power, you are going to end up in a mess. So there has to be that understanding that my talking, my confession has to be hinged upon the validity of the word of God. How that it is impossible for God to fail. At this time, there was a meeting in heaven and God said, this boy will embarrass us. There had to be something that we must do because this guy was already boasting in what? In the Lord. That all the head may know that there is a God in Israel. Verse 47. Then all the assembly shall know that God does not save with sword and spear for the battle is whose? is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands for the battle is uh, your finance is the Lord's your business is the Lord's your career you don't own yourself <laughs> glory to God so there has to be that revelation you declare God's word. You confess it. Glory to God. It's a glory to God. You hold first that your confession of faith. In the midst of situations, of circumstances that may look contrary. Glory be to God. The next one 
have to turn your faith loose. Put your faith into action. Put your faith into action. James 2. James 2. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Woo, glory to God. He says from 18, it says, but someone will say, you have faith. I have deeds. It says, show me, your, let's have the new KJV. James 2. James 2. Says, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. Next verse. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. <laughs> say, but you want to know, oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead. Can I have the amplified version? Amplified version. Of this James 2.20. It says, are you willing to be shown proof you, be, you, you foolish and productive, spiritually deficient of fellow that faith apart from good works is inactive and ineffective and worthless. Now it says that faith, verse 21, verse 21. Oh, glory to God. Verse 21. It says, Was not our forefather Abraham shown to be justified, made acceptable to God by his works, when he brought to the altar as an offering his own son? You didn't see that. So, even though he was a man of faith, he still had to do something. He still had to carry his son, his only son, to that mount to present him to God as a sacrifice. So he says, faith without corresponding action is dead. I want you to tell anybody, say neighbor, say neighbor, start moving. Say start moving. Now, let me say this to you. Your faith is useless. The Bible says it. Your faith is useless if works, if action is not accompanying it. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Glory to God. Say glory to God. So you need to take action. You need to move in the direction of your faith. What is that thing that you're trusting God for? Can you begin to make that corresponding action towards that thing? Begin to move towards that thing. You're trusting God for a child. Can you go and buy your baby things? Can you begin to check how much you sell a wedding dress? Or a wedding suit? Can you begin to do that? Can you go and price a car?
what is thinking, Pastor? You don't even know what is going on. <laughs> Say, you don't even know what is going on. Maybe you'll be alive first before you drive car. But you see, the question I want to ask you is that, what will you do if you have all the monies you need, all the resources you need in your life? What will you do? Ask your neighbor that. What will you do if you had all the resources that you need? What will you do? If you had all the resources that you need. Some people will not even be in church this morning. <laughs> Can you go and buy a car key holder? What is that thing? Can you go and submit that proposal? Can you move in the direction of what you are using your faith for? Can you move towards it? You'll be amazed that as you move, God will amplify your steps. The four lepers, they said, if we stay here, we die. If we go, we die. But we would make this decision. It is better to die trying. To die trusting God. To die believing God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So you move in the direction. Faith without works, without corresponding action. There has to be that mobility. There has to be that, that movement. Glory be to God. Say, glory be to God. Say, from today, I declare, by the help of God, I will start making moves in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you go to the mall, any of the mall, and say, what does it cost to have my, my store here? They are not going to harm you. In fact, if you walk to a car lot, a car shop, and say, how much is a car? They would think that for you to come, ah, uh -uh. see, I don't look down anymore. Hmm. Be all those guys that they are just understated. But you, you know, <laughs> your flesh bears you witness. There's nothing in that bank account, you know. Can you go and make findings? How much will it cost to go to the United Kingdom and go for holiday? How much is a flight to Dubai? Say, ah, hmm. it's when you now ask now that you'll not be tempted, tempted. Can you go and find out? What is it going to cost you? Can you just go and window shop? And just go to that place and just ask and, and talk confidently. Say, yeah, hello, yeah. How are you? Where's the manager? Where's the manager? Can I get a water? Can I get water? Well, you know that. <laughs> Even self, you, don't have, you, you know that how to get them. 
is going to kiss God's hands. But can you begin to, can you not just feel depressed and feel like, oh, why is my life like this? No! A thousand times no! Can you wake up, child of God? Can you exercise your faith? Can you move in the direction of that thing that you really desire? Glory to God. There are some of you here, you know, you, you see, when, when you see yourself, I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here, ah, you, know, you know you are more than this. Anybody like that? You know this is not your real self. You get what I'm saying? Can I get a witness in the house? You know that... They can, this cannot be your real face. Mm -mm -mm. Some of you, they told you that, oh, you are not fine. Ah, your, your real beauty has not come out. I'm telling you, Daniel, you are clean. Just, it doesn't yet appear what you shall be. This teaching is to propel your faith. Is to fire you up. Let me say this to you. God is not partial. God does not have grandchildren. We are all children of God. There is nothing in this life that is too big for you. There is nothing in this life that is an exclusive right of some people. The people who you see, who you, who you look at, they don't have two heads. And your God can do the same for you. Somebody say amen to that. But the question is, do you have faith in God? Is your confidence built on God? Oh, glory to God. Look at yourself. Say, I'm bigger than this. Say, say it like you may say, I'm bigger than this. Ah, say, I'm, I'm more than this. I'm more than this. Ah, I'm more than this. There was one day I was preaching on, on the stage. One day in my, in my church in Ibadan. As I was preaching, the sole of my shoe removed. I said, I'm more than this. The sole removed. I'm like, eh, <laughs> Say glory to God. Hallelujah. And guess what? That day, I was preaching on prosperity. God punish the devil. Ah. No evidence. <laughs> ah. I said, God, my life will not end here. You have to. You are bigger than this. A time is coming that there will be no car, enough car park for us in Grace Made. You know why we still have enough car park? Because your car is not here. We will dedicate, dedicate cars. We will be tired. Because you have cars. You have houses. You have jobs. Say, Pastor, where are you? 
We had to go to all the, you know, in, in, in France, you know, I, I say, yeah, let me check my schedule. I just, I just, I say, Robin, let me check my schedule, you know, if I'm free. Ah, I'll be praying over you now. Ah. Have I not tried? I'll say, so what we want to do now is that we'd like to build the wealthy place. We need a hundred million naira. I'll say, Dr. Jerry, please, is 50 million okay? Will you give 20? Say, um, let me just get back to you tomorrow. I may be able, I may be able to do 25 million, but let me just talk to my, you know. Ah. So let me just speak with my wife. She's not around. She, she went to um, seashells for a holiday. So when she's back, you know, you know, we're having our baby in the UK. So I'm just, you know, um, I'll get back to you. Then I'll talk to Dr. Yinka and say that, Dr. Yinka, please, we have a guest. We are hosting so-so and so man of God that we need cars for protocol and all that. And he will say, I'll say, can I use your car? Can we use your car? He'll say, which of the cars? That's where we are going. Some people are still like, hey. Some people are still like, I want to show us the next 15 years of grace made. Amen. And then we're going to pray for ourselves and for the church. Praise God. So, grace made started um, June, June 3rd, 2018. So by 2038, the church will be 20 years. And you'll be alive to witness it. From wherever you may be, all over the world. In Jesus' name. Because there are people here that will be in Canada. That will be in the UK. That will be in the US. That will be in Dubai. That will be different places. So let's move on. So this plan is from this year to 2038 why the plan and the lord answered me and said write the vision and make it plain upon tables that i may run that read it for the vision is for an appointed time by the end it shall speak and not lie though it tarry wait for it because it will surely come it will not tarry in jesus only say amen to that all right next so between let's move on next slide because of time so we have the two-year plan, which will be from this year to 2025. All right. So we're going to be having, some will start this year, definitely, and some will be 2024, some will be 2025, you know, as the Lord helps us. So the Grace Made Business Academy is starting this year. Yeah, starting this year. We believe that God has called us to raise kingdom preneurs kingdom preneurs who will be taught of the Lord and they, they are called to finance the gospel. So that will start this, this year by will, will let us know whether September or October how it will go. They are going to have Grace Studios. Amen. Grace Studios. The Grace Psalmists. Amen. 
you know, we would have, you know, studio music rehearsals. That's why your rehearsals will hold. Amen. Say the amen. Papa, are you excited about that? Glory to God. All right, so we'd have that, and then we'd have a place for podcast, a place for video. You know, if, I mean, all of those things will be in that studios. Praise God. Then we are going to have what we call the expressions. The expressions would be a full fledged um, teenage church. Amen. So we're going to have a teens pastor. Praise God. They would have their own space, do their own thing because the teenagers are the future of the church. And then we're going to have a branch, a church branch, Grace Made Christian Center, Ago Palace. Amen. So to take care of those that come from Festag, Mile 2, Osho D, the Sandras, you know, Osho D. Maybe Sandra will be the music director. Amen. Praise God. So we have that Grace Made, Ago Palace. Praise God. We will have their own pastor and all of that. Praise God. All right. Then next, we have three years. That will be 2026 to 2028. So by 2028, the church will be 10 years. Amen. Can you picture it already? That's five years from now. We're going to be in the wealthy place. Amen. By the grace of God, be in the wealthy place. And then there will be Grace Made Christian Center, Yaba. Amen. Praise God. There will be Grace Made Christian Center, Leki. Leki, Ajaxis. There will be Grace Made Christian Center, Ibadan. Praise God. Glory to God. So that's what we have, you know, 2026, 2028. Then we have, it's getting more interesting. Praise God. Then we have the, this way people will now be shouting. Five-year plan, 2029 to 2023. Then we have Grace Made Christian Center, Abuja. Then Grace Made Christian Center, United Kingdom. I don't know why the president is Sister Penny. I don't know why. I don't know why. Praise God. The next one. The next one. And then 2034 to 2038, we are going to have Grace TV. Grace TV, because you cannot shape the culture of nations and generations without the, without the media. Do you agree with that? So we have the Grace TV. Then we have Change Agent School. Excuse me. Change Agent School would be... No, it's fine. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank you very much. Change Agent School will be a nursery and a primary school where your children will attend. Uh, so people are not saying amen to that. There will be nobody under the sound of my voice right now that will not be married at this time. Because this is 2034. God punish the devil, oh! Even Peculiar will be married. Amen? So we have change agent school to be a nursery and primary school. Praise God. And I would have a full-fledged business school. Praise God. Are you excited about this already? And of course, I believe in my heart that God will do exceedingly abundantly, far above what we can ever ask or imagine in Jesus' precious name. Next slide. So we want to have a project, praise God, in the light of all this, we're trusting God that 
between August and December, between August and December, we want to be able to have invited 1,000 people to church. And let me explain that. So we want every person to invite at least two people to church from August to December this year, starting from next Sunday. For those who are just hearing today, starting from next Sunday. So is that doable? I can't hear you. Is that achievable? Praise God. So we want to encourage every one of us to invite at least two people to church every Sunday, starting from next Sunday. And next Sunday will be a special business service and the next, the upper Sunday will be a um, family and friends service and, you know, the list goes on and on and on and on like that. So we want to encourage everyone and we believe God that God would, you know, use you to be a part of this work in Jesus' name. All you need to do is just to make that invitation. How many of us came to church because somebody invited you? You joined the church because somebody invited you. Please raise your hand high above your head. You can see that. How many of us, you know, saw the church on, on a billboard? Billboard. Billboard. Okay. To billboard. All right. But I want to do that experiment. How many of us saw the church, came because somebody invited you? Raise your hand. I, I came to because God invited me. As I came to, it was an invitation. Will you? I said, yes, I will. You know, and I'm here. <clears throat> so we have that project, and the ushers will give us some cards. So it's just two cards. Praise God. I want us to share the cards, and then let's invite our family, our friends, our colleagues at work. Praise God. This is the card for next Sunday. And I will keep sharing that every, every, every week. Praise the Lord. Are you excited about what God is doing in our lives? In our midst? Glory to God. Next slide would be... Okay. Next slide. Thank you and God bless you. Praise the Lord. All right. I want to encourage all of us that when God does anything in your life, you have a testimony. We have an email um, that can be projected where you can just email those testimonies to praise God so we can read the testimonies, praise God, and know what God is doing in your life. Praise. So if you have any testimony, there is an email address that should be projected. Praise God. We can pull that up. I think it's testimonies at gracemade.ng or something like that. Praise. So if you have any testimony, please make sure you share your testimony and God would bless you in Jesus. Let's stand up and let's pray for a few minutes in the name. I want you to pray for yourself. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Declare it, lift your right hand above you and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I step into this new week, I declare you will go ahead of me. Go ahead and pray in the name of Jesus. If there's anything you need God to intervene in your life for, you need God's intervention in that circumstance, in that situation, begin to talk to God right now. You have the next two minutes. Talk to God right now. Say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, 
I need you to show up for me in this area. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show or Shibesan podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Show on Instagram at Show or Shibesan or at Grace Made NG.